pace with a familiar tune. I reach for nothing less but something more. All the day, and the wind is at my back most of the Hi, this is Brent White. It's Wednesday, January 10th, and today begins my new series of devotional podcasts, which I hope to bring you two or three times each week. You're listening to Phil Kagey's song, Let Everything Else Go, from his 1981 album, Town to Town. During the final year of my father's life in 1995, when dad was dying of terminal cancer, he experienced praise God, a reawakening of his Christian faith. For the first time in his life, perhaps, he was reading the Bible daily and was praying often, or at least he was trying to pray often. He didn't always accomplish it. He told me that because of all the medication he was on, he found it very difficult to concentrate in prayer. He said, I begin to pray and I lose focus. My mind wanders. What do I do about that? I wasn't a pastor at the time, but I reassured him with Paul's words in Romans 8.26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. If no less a saint, I said, then the Apostle Paul himself admitted that he didn't know how to pray properly, then, well, it's no wonder prayer can be hard for all of us, even for those of us whose brains aren't foggy from chemotherapy and other cancer-related drugs. I find prayer difficult most of the time, and you probably do too. I was listening to a sermon by a favorite pastor of mine recently, whose church is very large and whose sermons are are more intellectually demanding than my own. Unlike me, this preacher seems happily indifferent to using humor or being relevant or entertaining his audience in any way in his sermons. He just dives right into scripture week after week. So rightly or wrongly, I perceive that his church must be more advanced in prayer and Bible study than the typical Methodist churches of which I've been part. I was surprised then when he said that his church had recently conducted a survey on prayer in his congregation. Over half the congregation, he said, admitted that they did not pray regularly. All his theologically rich sermons on the subject notwithstanding. The pastor said that when he read the results of the survey, he was tempted to resign on the spot. I'm sympathetic, but prayer, as I know from painful personal experience, is hard. Of course, if you run in the same Christian circles that I run in, you may not know it's hard. In my particular circles, for example, I have clergy colleagues and others who who talk about praying almost all the time. They frequently post about their prayer lives on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. One clergy colleague, when addressing the challenges 
facing my particular denomination, said that she recently prayed for hours about our denomination's problems. She prayed in anguish. She prayed in tears. And I thought, she prayed for hours? How do you do that. It would take me months or more to accumulate hours of prayer about the problems facing the institution known as the United Methodist Church. Besides, why pray for hours about it when you can just be angry and bitter <laughs> like me? But seriously, I, I get discouraged when I compare any aspect of my life to the lives of friends and acquaintances on social media, my prayer life included. Everyone puts their best foot forward online. Everyone presents themselves in the most favorable light possible. What did someone say? On social media, we compare our insides to everyone else's outsides. It's not a fair comparison. So let's not do that. Let's not worry about how we measure up to others when it comes to prayer. We only have one judge to worry about, as Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians 4.4. Let's just worry about ourselves only and see if we can't become more faithful prayers than we are today. And to that end, I want to share with you something that has helped me recently. Lamentations 2.19. The prophet Jeremiah is urging his fellow Jews who have watched the Babylonians destroy their capital city, their temple, their way of life, to repent and pray to God. He says, Arise, cry out in the night, at the beginning of the night watches. Pour out your heart like water before the presence of the Lord. Lift your hands to him for the lives of your children who faint for hunger at the head of every street. I find the 19th century British preacher Charles Spurgeon's words on this verse very helpful here. He writes, We cannot pray too simply. Just hear how Jeremiah put it. Pour out your heart like water before the Lord's presence. How does water pour out? The quickest way it can. That's all. It never thinks much about how it runs. That is the way the Lord loves to have our prayers pour out before him. I like that. Pour out your heart like water. Prayer, at least Christian prayer, is always a matter of the heart. When prayer becomes disconnected from our heart, that's when it becomes boring and routine. It becomes a duty we have to perform. It becomes an empty ritual. It becomes drudgery, something to check off our list each day. Has that happened to you? If so, re-engage your heart. Do what Jeremiah says. Pour out your heart like water. Consider this. You've got something on your heart right now that is waiting to be poured out. What is it? Start your prayers today with that. And maybe you're thinking, yes, but God doesn't want to hear this trivial stuff or this petty stuff or this sinful stuff. Like, you know, I got my feelings hurt by this person and I know I should, I should, be, I should be a bigger person. I should rise above it. I shouldn't let this little thing bother me so much. God doesn't want to hear about that. Are you kidding? He already knows all about everything that you're thinking and feeling better than you do. Don't censor yourself. Like Spurgeon says, 
water never thinks much about how it runs. So tell God what's on your heart. What is worrying you today? What is making you feel afraid today? Who or what is angering you today? Why are you hurting today? Who or what is causing the pain? What temptations are you facing? What sins are you struggling with? What's making you feel guilty? Whatever is in your heart, pour it out like water. And then ask God for help. Start there. Start with what's on your heart. Our Heavenly Father wants to hear from you today. He wants you to pray today more than He wants you to pray correctly, if you know what I mean. You know, by following the proper form of prayer or the proper pattern of prayer. Will you pour out your heart to Him like water this week? Almighty God, please make it so. Amen. Amen.